Hi guys, and welcome to our final episode on romanticism. Um, this episode is going to be a little special. We have a special guest at the end of the episode with Miss Houston. So, who wants to get it started? I guess we'll just start with um, some of the most obvious points of romanticism. Um, that would be like nature, um, the fantasy elements, as long as like innocence. Um, so, any of you guys got anything on that? <laughs> I mean, just, like, through Victor, like, through his feelings of nature, like, because nature is, like, an important part of, like, romance that, like, gives way to, like, all, like, the ideas and action and all that that happens. Like, his view of it is that, like, he really enjoys it. And so, that kind of, like, gives way to, like, Mary Shelley and, like, how she journeyed around and she, like, found a love for nature mm-hmm. in her life. And so that, like, was put into, like, Frankenstein. Something in Frankenstein, what something in romanticism is that it honors the common person, and the, that's what the monster does. He starts helping the the Lacys by bringing them firewood, and then he like tries to make contact with them to like communicate, but you know it doesn't end well for him. I definitely see like the like the loss of innocence, right, in Frankenstein. Yeah, because like he's like innocent to begin with but then he gets like this forbidden knowledge and then he loses like everything so that's definitely a major element of romanticism um because like it is that forbidden knowledge of life right the creation of life yeah Yeah. like victor learns but then like the monster learns like to read and write that's like his forbidden knowledge basically because like he shouldn't be like existing anyways right so like him gaining that like taught him too much and that led to like his actions of killing william Right, because, like, he read and then understood, like, how unforgiving society is and how evil people really are. Yeah, especially through, like, A Paradise Lost, where, like, he read of Adam and Eve mm-hmm. and, like, their disobeying of God and all that, and that, like, I guess influenced him in a way. Yeah. And, like, seeing the Deleuzes and how, like, nice their family was, like, they were united, and then he was just, like, abandoned. <laughs> yeah, so, like, the books just taught him to be, like, rebellious. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Um, and then I think we touched on traveling already, but that's definitely an element of Frankenstein because he just flees from everything. Like all of his problems be through traveling until eventually like on his traveling, he like has to like encounter the monster on his last final stretch, right? Yeah. And he's just chasing him around. So what else do you guys see in romanticism? I mean, like the supernatural being an important part also is like, through Victor in chapter 5 creating the monster that's like supernatural like beyond the ordinary right and like what it should be of like naturally creating life right um and then we have oh right we forgot uh Frankenstein and Walton right Walter what's his name Walter. Robert Walton <laughs> sorry I forgot but um, they both have, like, that immense amount of awe and wonder, and they both... It starts off in, like, the North Pole, the frame story, right? Just like the Mariner. But um, it has the... Because, like, the, in romanticism, you have, like, that, wow, look at nature. It's, like, so, so huge. And that's almost led to Frankenstein's own downfall, and he's, like, trying to tell Walton, like, don't do it because it might lead to yours. So... You could also say that, like, the monster and um, Robert are kind of similar in the way that, um, as we already said, um, pretty much knowledge, like reading and writing, 
was the forbidden knowledge that for the monster mm-hmm. that led to his demise. And then <clears throat> Roberts is pretty much Frankenstein of how he told him like what happened and how evil the monster is. And so with that, Robert could like be influenced to do the same things that Victor did and like try to experiment with his own thoughts pretty much. Right. Yeah, even like the idea of like an outcast, like Victor and the monster were like both isolated basically in their their years of like in the story. And so that kind of led to like their like loneliness affecting them and like wanting like a change, especially for the monster where like he wanted to like have relationships and be like friends. Right. And then Victor being sort of like an anti-hero or like anti-protagonist, I guess. And just like is like the main character but then like he sort of like causes his like own demise and like the demise of others yeah perfect and with that we are going to transition to our special guest miss houston and we're going to ask her some questions so let's give her a round of applause As we said before, we have a special guest, Ms. Houston, today. We're going to be asking her questions about romance in Frankenstein. Hello. Um, so, for our first question, uh, why do you think people tend to turn nature as, like, a sense of comfort? Like, throughout the book, uh, Frankenstein, like, turns to it as, like, a comfort and keeps, like, running away to it until, like, the end, until he, like, is in his nature element, but he's still not himself. But... Why do you think people turn to that? Well, I mean, um, in a lot of ways, nature has um, a combat effect. Uh, you know, the sun can be calming. The, uh, you know, when you're on the water, that can be calming if the water is calm. We tend to reflect back what nature gives us. And so um, when, it, when it's calming, when it's beautiful, as opposed to being online, then we feel that. Um, but at the same time, I think that it has a, a huge power. And um, so sometimes we feel like uh, we can, can be overtaken by nature. And um, so we have we have no control. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Isaac, do you have a question for her? I do. So another aspect from romance is honoring the common person. And now the common person doesn't typically have a lot of wealth. So how do you think wealth could impact a person's life? Are you talking specifically Yes, you're like kind of relating to the delay season, how they lost all of their wealth. Uh, 
in some ways Victor's a little, little uh, uh, self-centered. And so, and so he's, he's going, going to be well well to his needs, whatever those are. Yeah, that's a good point. David, did you want to ask Well, you? my question was, um, so why is like the history of the Lacey family like important to like adding to the romanticism? Like Mary Shelley could like left it out, but she decided to like keep it in. Uh, so why is Like maybe like their story of like like how they went from like rich to poor. Okay, okay, so, so um, I think that everybody's story um, is important to how they, how they, how they see, see what's going on around them. So I think they were a little bit. Uh, or open to bring uh, uh, the monster, you know, you know because of what they had experienced. You know, they saw uh, the monster as somebody who was something that needed help. And so I think that they uh, got that out of them to be a little bit more empathetic and compassionate. Yeah, so compassion is definitely important to her. Well, unfortunately, we don't have enough time to ask all of our questions. So we would like to thank Miss Houston for joining us today. And please tune in to our next episode. Thank you.